This episode is brought to you by BetUS.com. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code DSP125 or 200% bonuses using crypto with the promo code DSP200. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. BetUS. You bet. You win. You get paid. BetUS.com. All right, folks. It's the Flying Elvis' Fantasy Football Show. I am Jeff Tito Fitoff. At That Happens on Twitter. He is Adam Kahn at AJKahn95. Week 7, Adam. Um, this is the uh, the biggest bye week of the year, right? I'm not sure who has more bye week blues, myself in my waffle team or the Browns. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's um, – it, but it, this is like the first week of like true attrition. Like it's you're going to play guys this week you've never played before and will never play again, Right. It, it's quite possible. Like th- this, this is going to be a week where we're going to say, "Oh yeah, you should totally start Michael Pittman." <laughs> because... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's the week where like you, all these guys you never thought you'd ever play, and now you've got to do it. So let me let me just give you a, let me tell you who I have on my on my one team. Here here are my bye week players. So right. uh, Dak is out, uh, Najee's out, Kareem Hunt is out. So that might right. as well be a bye. Sure. Uh, Deontay Johnson, C.D. Lamb, Mike Williams. Um. Uh, Boswell, right, uh, and a host of defensive uh, stars. Uh, I, I'm I'm swimming in bye week shit this week. Yeah, Con, I'm, I, I manage a team, help somebody manage their team in a league where he's got, and it's like when you start, it's just standard. It's like quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, tight end, flex, kicker, defense, and he has five of his starters off this week out of that group. And then there's another league I help manage, and this is no lie, Adam. They have a rule in their league: you can only make one pick up a week. That's it. That's the limit. Be you better draft. That emphasizes draft day. It's I know, but it's a stupid rule to have. You should never limit the number of pickups somebody can make in a week to one, especially. Well, is there is there a, a fee for transactions? No. Oh, see, if there's a fee for transactions, I totally agree with you. Like never, ever, ever, because you know you want to add, add money to the pot. Um, but well, I don't know. Fee, it's it's just a, anyway. Don't make any sense to me. We're gonna run through the games though. Adam and I are give you our suggestions for every single game. And we're going to do it without any mistakes, right, Adam? This is going to be a perfect, clean podcast. Aren't they all? I, I didn't notice any mistakes in the last one. Much love to Tim. Okay, uh, let's start thank the first game. Go ahead. No, that's it. I was just thank you, Tim. And yeah, we, we might as well just uh, kick it off with the Browns here. Uh, they got, they got. I I don't know who they're going to play. They're going to like practice squad. This would be like the uh, um, the 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 scab scab league oh, players. Yeah, the scab league. Look it up, kids. Google it. 87 was scabs. 83 was the scabs. <sighs> right. 82, 82 was the strike season. 82 was the strike season. Eight, I was thinking of 82, the strike season. Yeah. But 87 right. was when, 87. They, yeah, yeah. when they play replacing players for a few weeks. Nonetheless, um, yeah, the Browns, they're, they're starting Case Keenum at quarterback. OBJ looks like he's not playing. Looks like Landry will play. We know Chubb's out. We know Hunt's out, which means Dearness Johnson, right? So here's my issue with that. It, he's an intriguing. This again. This is the this is the bye week of hell of all bye weeks. Yes. We're going to be telling you guys 
maybe look at uh, Dearness Johnson. Um, so I, last year was the only year where he had significant reps. Uh, he went 13 for 95 against Dallas and eight for 32 uh, against the Colts. Uh, he's averaging five yards per carry for his career over 40 rushes. But aside from those two games, he's only getting one or two spot carries in garbage time or in last week's case, injury time. Right. Um, you know, he's 10 for 92 receiving. I, I, but we don't know anything about him. And he's going up against Denver, and Denver only allows 85 yards rushing per game. Right. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, you you got to be in some trouble. But the ball has to go somewhere. We talked about this with, with James Robinson. I'm not saying he's as good as James Robinson. But this is a situation where you know he's going to get touches. Huh? And so you 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 may need to roll the dice. Uh, I'm I'm on the fence with someone like him, especially Thursday night with little preparation. Uh, Case Keenum is not like he's he. It's not like it's a rookie season, but he doesn't make anybody go ooh Case Keenum. I mean, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. This 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 could be a super ugly game. But if you need numbers and you're looking for a floor, right? You know I'm gonna. He, you'd think he'd have to get you 75 total yards. And you, I, I think he gets 60% of the touches out of the backfield. I think uh, Demetric Felton is the other guy who's going to figure more in the passing game. And look, I, I think, and I, I hate saying that, I think Dearest Johnson's a must-start this week. I think he's Ooh. a must-start because must of all the bye weeks and the injuries. He is a must-start this week for Cleveland against Denver. And you know what? Adam, the worst thing's going to happen to Cleveland. I, I'm not starting, by the way. Um, I, I'm not going to start Felton, but I am saying that Johnson's a must-start. Um, Landry is also probably a startable guy for the Browns because of the fact just the volume he'll get. If you're really desperate, Donovan Peoples-Jones, maybe, I guess, for the Browns with OBJ being out. But, I mean, Case Keenum's not. But wouldn't it be something if Case Keenum comes in and plays a great game and, like, has a tremendous rapport with the receivers and they have a quarterback problem all of a sudden in Cleveland where people are saying, well, hey, this guy's healthy and throwing well, and they just beat Denver. Uh I, I can tell you as a Steelers fan, I would enjoy that. Uh, I would, yeah, if, exactly. if, you have, if you have a quarterback controversy and Case Keenum is one of the names, right? you're happy if you're in that division. Um, right. I, it, and the only reason, the only, re, the only way that happens is if Baker's shoulder is uh, worse than uh, originally. <laughs> thought. I mean, they're, they're, they're not going to go to Keenum, even if Keenum has a really good game. But Baker's, there's, unless, unless the injury plays out long-term. Right. That's not going to be an issue. Uh, Landry coming back for them is the best news they've had all season long. Yes. Um, he, he is absolutely the most reliable target out there. Uh, OBJ is, even when he's out there, he's not playing. I mean, you said he's not playing this week, but like, I mean, does it matter at this point? No, it really does. It's a name only. The only way would be funny yeah. is, as a Steelers fan, if OBJ and Keenum have a great game together. If Keenum went out there and went like nine for 180, OBJ with two touchdowns, and all of a sudden it's like, well. Is right, OBJ is like that's my guy. Yeah, right, right. So, um, okay, so we—that's the only startable for me. Jarvis Johnson, Jarvis Landry are the only ones. Maybe Peoples Jones if you're in a super deep league and super desperate. But I'm not looking anywhere else on the Browns. Now, how many how many hail marys are they going to throw that he gives a catch a 57 yard pass? I mean, it's just yeah, you know that that inflated his numbers. It counts. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It counts. Yeah, it, okay. Everybody's happy if you threw him in there, but yeah, yeah. Um, on the Denver side. I mean, it's still the Gordon and Javante Williams show. Um, I, I still like Gordon more this week than Williams, but Williams long-term, I like him more. 
Uh, Bridgewater going against a, a banged up Browns defense and secondary. It hasn't been great, you know. Secondary's <clears throat> secondary's been good, uh, but up. I'm sorry, you're right. Secondary's been suspect. Yes. Um, but up front, they're really strong. Um, yeah. And so, if you look at the games, okay, if you look at the games where they didn't play Herbert, uh, Mahomes, and Murray, right? The Browns have done their job defensively. Uh, it was uh, uh, okay. The Chicago game really helps these numbers. Yes, let's let's compare ourselves. A sixty-eight yard pass and nine sacks. Yeah, understood. Uh, but there is thirty-four points total in the three games, not against right. those three quarterbacks. So it was uh, 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 Houston, Chicago, Bums. Chicago, Bums. And, Minnesota, and Minnesota. Thirty-four points total. Right. And the other three games, they allowed at least thirty-seven points in each of those games. Sure. Um, they have thirteen sacks. Against those, I, I, so uh, what I'm saying is, against the teams that are not dominant, against the team like these are the teams they're supposed to beat, right? And these are the teams that their defense is the, that the defense shows up. And the Broncos started off decently, but it was against guys uh, teams like the Jets, Jets, yeah, and the Texans. And so, I I anticipate this being a super ugly game. Yep, Bridgewater's known for his ball security, but last week had three or four turnovers. Yeah. Um. It's not. This doesn't have any anything sexy written all over. I'm I don't like anybody except for maybe the 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 rushing attack for Denver because if the Browns are struggling and they can't get the ball moving at all, Denver's going to have some success, and I think they'll be able to uh, not efficiently, but like eventually pile up pile up some good rushing numbers. I don't anticipate anybody having a major like. I don't know if any team's going to get 300 total yards of offense. Certainly not four. I mean, I, I, I'm taking the under on on four all day. Okay, so w- Gordon, I think, is a potential start. So is Williams. It's a flex guy potentially. I don't right. want any part of Bridgewater. Uh, but Cortland Sutton is a start. Yeah, but if you don't, if you have zero confidence in Bridgewater, and I know, I I, I know what you're saying. Sutton is has has slowly, you know, rebounded into a. a a flex or a, or a low number two receiver role. Right. Um, and again, in a week like this where, where, where fantasy lineups are depleted, yeah. you, have to, you have to look at these guys for sure. You know, it's interesting. Javante Williams comes, comes out and has like a good drive or a good run. And then they take him out. I, it's right. a little, it can be frustrating. Gordon's not doing anything to lose his job, but right. Williams clearly has, you know, ha- has flashed uh big play potential. So, I agree. I, I, I like and, the I like the run game uh, long term. I don't think it's going to be anything, you know, to sneeze at. Like the first half, you're going to be like, oh man, why did I start these guys? I think eventually you'll get rewarded in the second half. And then Noah Fant's a start at tight end. He's still a start. He's a he's a, he's a top he's a top eight, top ten tight end this week. I think. Uh, do the defenses attract? Are they attractive at all to you, either side or not? I know you just said you only you don't want to get more than three hundred yards. Yeah. So I, I like them based on the ugliness, the potential ugliness of this game. Right. Um, so, and again, you know, Denver, uh, the Browns, the Browns do their job against the teams they're supposed to beat. Uh, Denver has 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 weakened over time, and again, I think that's due to the schedule. I think their numbers were inflated uh, the first three weeks of the season. The last three weeks, we're seeing a bit more of who they really are, a, a bit of a bounce. But because the offense in, in Cleveland is so uh, watered down. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. You know, I, I think I think you gotta like both defenses in this game. I, I think the Browns are a fringe start. I'm not but this is a thing where the reason I don't like either one, because I don't know what the hell to expect. You know, like this could very well turn out to be both defenses sucking and the Broncos have success moving the ball. The Browns have success with Case Keenum. Dearness Johnson, you know, turns into Orlando's Gary or whatever. And it could end up being a bl- – so I don't want any part of these defenses if I can avoid it. If I'm you, know, you know who, you know who yes. I like? Who I really like in these games the kickers. Yeah. Yeah. God, we're talking about the kickers. <laughs> yeah, get, in, right. get, into the, get into the red zone and, and collapse and it'll be like a 16-9 to nine game. Yeah. You're right. Uh, kickers. Yes. That's <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the next. We spent wait. We spent a lot of time on that game. Let's go to the next one. What we got next? We got uh, Washington at Green Bay. All right. Um, you're starting the regulars. You usually start for Green Bay. You know, um, you're starting Rogers Jones, AJ Dillon. Where are you at? I, like, I'm not people I think are too excited about AJ Dillon's workload. Um, I see this thing scrolling on the bottom. Well done by you. It's fine. Um, hold, on, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. There yeah, we go. My guy got hurt. My guy got hurt. Dan Arnold got hurt. So I don't want to hear it. He didn't get sure. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so uh, for Green Bay, I'm not. I'm not one of the people jumping on the AJ Dillon bandwagon as far as get him in your lineup and all that. Even on a depleted week, I still don't think AJ Dillon's a startable guy. Do you? Um, I, I, I so. Yes, I do. Uh, this game is is similar to last week's. So we have got a lot of similarities uh, between like the Rams, uh, Chiefs, and th- and this game for the Packers is that offensively they're going up against some horrific defenses. Right. Uh, and as far as receivers go, you're not sure which way to go beyond their top targets. Right. But running back. So so like I mean I really like McKissick for example. I know we're gonna I, we'll get back to Green Bay, but like. Uh, McKissick, even if Gibson plays, right? Uh, Washington has a tendency to drop, uh, get, to get down early, mm-hmm. and McKissick comes through with eight to twelve targets, which I see as as a, a, a solid, solid uh, chance possibility this week. Uh, and if Gibson's out, then McKissick's going to get. I'm sorry, if Gibson's out, McKissick's yeah, going to get another, you know, ten, twelve carries. I mean, he he right. could easily have twenty total touches this game. Yeah, they're uh, both so, startable. I agree. Yeah, and I mean, I I'm struggling. So I have both in one league, and I'm like, do I start both? I don't know because you, it's hard to bench Gibson because you know he's the guy that's going to get the, the the end zone carries. But I feel like he eventually will get phased out of this game because of the how how the, this game is going to trend. Um, yeah. Which is another reason why I do like uh, Dylan. It's same thing as we talked about last week. Um, just with, if the game gets out of hand, or even if it doesn't, they are incorporating him into the mix a little bit more. So how many how many touches do you think Dylan gets? I, I think I think Dylan's an eight to ten type touch game for him. So right, but that has been a, that has been more prevalent over the last few weeks. He's been getting eight, ten, twelve. So last week it was eleven for fifty nine, and it right. wasn't a blowout. I mean, I I know I know the Bears weren't in it, right? But but it wasn't a blowout, and he's he's starting to get more involved. Um, so. I mean, last week they only had it was only a difference of two carries. He had, yeah, I know. Last week it was, and, and he did, yeah, he had eleven for fifty nine. Two weeks before that against Pittsburgh, we had the fifteen for eighty one. Yep, he's not getting in the end zone at all um, on the ground. So I don't know. I mean, it's, he, his carries this year, you know, he had um, he had six in a game, eight in a game, he had five in a game. So 
I'm not, I don't know. I still think I'm not sure even on a depleted week for me, he's, he's, he's borderline, but I would hope I'm not starting him. I guess is what I'm saying. All right. I, I agree to disagree. You like McKissick though, based on, uh, I like though. yes, McKissick. McKissick. I think is going to play much. I think McKissick has a lot more ch- uh, touches than Dylan does. And I think that, uh, McKissick, they, they feel comfortable using him between the tackles and also flaring out with the pass. And plus the fact I'm not sold on Gibson being able to finish the game. You know what I mean? They make a point right. in the game where at halftime it's 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 twenty four to three, and they say, you know what? Let's take a seat. Let's get that shin figured out because we got you know we got more games coming up, and this one's not going to be a win for us. So, um, yeah, they uh, they don't have a their bye week is their bye so their bye week is in two weeks, right? Uh, so we might have another situation against Denver for, for Washington the following week where we're yeah. not sure if, if, if Gibson's totally healthy. You assume after that, because he's been playing on this injury, you, you would like to think that on the back end of the schedule, right. he becomes more of a factor uh, and more of what we expected at the beginning of the year. You got Green Bay as a decent play on defense or not? Yeah, I do. I, you know, Again, I think that the opportunity for some garbage points, Washington's right. not, Washington certainly has enough talent to you know. Ha- not hang. <laughs> right. I'm just hang 17 points. That's not really impressive. That's not hanging. No. no, that's not. But you know, 17, 24 in that range, and and you know, I could see them getting some fourth quarter. You know, Heineke uh, could, could, could could crack 300 yards just because of, of the, he's going to have to. Right. Um. So you know, again, you know, if you're desperate for a quarterback, if, if you don't get penalized too bad poorly for interceptions, you know. I, Heineke's a flyer for as, as a as a uh, bye week quarterback. Uh, McCorn, we talked. McCorn's the only startable one. Ricky Seals, Jones, uh, of course, is, could play a factor. Um, but again, you know, by, these are the bye week blues, man. Like if you, yeah. you if you are hurting, this is where you could cash in on some on some garbage fantasy points. And you're still all over Ricky Seals, Jones. Oh. Totally. I mean, I, first of all, I have to now. I, I scrolled a banner <laughs> across the bottom. Oh, yeah. I don't have I to back sure you were still, uh, I, I guarantee you this week he will outperform Dan Arnold. There's no doubt in my mind on that one. The Jacks will nope. be off. Yeah, well, good job. Thanks. What's the next game on our, on our docket? Kansas City at Tennessee. Another one of those like, uh, well, real real quick. Yeah. Who's your number two receiver for Green Bay? And this, this goes for Kansas City uh, and maybe even the Rams, but do you start anybody? Do you start anybody beyond Devontae Adams? In a, again, considering the bye weeks, who, who are you rolling the dice on? If you had to pick one, if you're considering the bye weeks, God, if I had to pick one, I, I guess it's Cobb. I'll Cobb, you, Lazard, I, or Tunyon. You got to pick one of them. I'll, I'll take Cobb because I think that Cobb is, uh, you know, Tunyon was a, a one year wonder. That was amazing. What he did last year. That'll never happen again, or anywhere close to that. Uh, I, I think Cobb is taking over some of those red zone looks that. Tanya would have gotten. Uh, so I think Cobb is probably, and the way that I'm saying Cobb, I think Cobb has the best chance of the three to score a touchdown. <laughs> well, yeah. While Lazard scored one last week on a shovel pass. So, you know, right. what I do you do? That, that, that's about as, uh, uh, that was like, um, oh gosh, Ebron getting a rushing touchdown last yeah, week. Right. Stealing one yeah. from Najee. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yep. Right. That's okay. All right. Uh, so, all right. So let's just go right into that. Who's your number two for Kansas City? Uh, because they, they've, they've, you know, they uh, they signed Josh Gordon, who hasn't been uh, featured yet in the offense. Right. Uh, we got Hardman, who we liked early in the year. 
has come back with a good game or two. And then randomly, Demarcus Robinson has a good game. And you're like, oh, come on, man. Like, I'm not going to talk. Robinson's not a good receiver. Game. Yeah. So uh, I think yeah. I still think it's Hardman. I do too. I agree. I think Hardman is is the the number two there. I think that um, uh, he's got the. Uh, I'm never going to trust Robinson or Josh Gordon. You know what I mean? Right. I'm never going to trust either one of them. Yeah, Hardman get, gets the volume. I like Hardman the best out of the bunch. I'm never going to trust Josh Gordon again or Demarcus Robinson. So, um, uh, you know, it's it, but it's, again, I don't I don't want to start him anyway. I don't I don't think they're startable even with all the bye weeks. I don't think anybody. You know, <clears throat> uh, I don't think anybody's really startable beyond Hill as far as the worst receiver goes for Kansas City. Well, that's the thing is that you're going to have to roll the dice on someone. So it's probably going to be Hardman. The Titans uh, are in the bottom fourth in the league in, in, in uh, passing yards allowed, uh, even worse in quarterback pressures. Right. They're, they're you know, uh, the the formula for Tennessee is is Henry. Yeah. That, I mean, that that's their only shot. From, a, from just winning the game, let alone uh, competing. Um, Kansas City is that's but that's how they that's how they get you right. They 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 take your 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 running back away right. by scoring you know twenty one first half points and then the game spirals out of control. So and the Tennessee defense once once well respected uh, very recently. I mean last year they were they were a lot of a tighter unit. Yeah. Um, Again, it, it, they're they're not playing up to their level from last season, and this Short game. Week could, too. I, I clearly yes, and clearly you have to. You're not going to bench Henry. Uh, nope. He's still going to he's still going to get his uh, volume. Uh, but I may have been wrong on Henry this year by saying he was going to break down. I may have been wrong on that one. Well, way I to get out in front of that. that. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Uh, but listen, an impressive, an impressive showing against the Bills, and the Bills have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. So, you know, if we're going off of one game, maybe they found something. You know, Tannehill didn't have to be great. It, that was all Henry. Yeah. Uh, so, it's they can pull this off. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ, I mean, it was really bizarre. AJ Brown zero catches in the first half, gets seven in the second half. Right. And really help them move the chains. Uh, I I thought that the Titans showed some some good some some grit, but defensively, they're just not the unit that they they were last year. And so you start you start all the main Chiefs, right? Uh, and Hardman, if you're in a if you're if you need a bye week uh, plug, mm-hmm. I think you still have to start uh, AJ Brown. Start AJ Brown. Um, even yeah. if I mean, you have to take your lumps there, right? Uh, clearly, but and and you just hope that Tannehill Tannehill uh, is a bye week start. I uh, because be, again because of the fa- they'll probably have to keep pace with Kansas City. That's true. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think you're right on that. Yeah, so, normally, you wouldn't want to start Tannehill, but again, this week with uh, with with Dak and Allen out, and you know uh, Cousins or 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 Stafford. Yep. Um, I yeah, think that you know I think that's. That's that's an option this week. Um, yeah, and we don't know the, Tennessee. The only receiver starting worth starting is AJ Brown right now on a yep. consistent basis. But uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. And you know, I, I think that uh, Tannehill, unfortunately, somebody's going to start him this week in your league. Hopefully, it's not you, but someone in your league is going to have to start Tannehill this week. <laughs> right. Um, although Kansas City defense has given up a lot of yards, a lot of points, nonetheless, it's still Ryan Tannehill. So, All right, yeah. We got that. Uh, it's a clunker, man. Atlanta at, at Miami. 
You see Clunker. I see. Uh, I, I love Matt Ryan this week. You see love. numbers. I know. I know. I know. No, number from a number. It's just, you know, you, watch, you, you watch these teams just flail around. Try, you know, it, it, this is going to come down to another like a last second field goal. And it's going to be a horribly played game. Um, but yes, it does have potential for an upper 20s type of scoring, low 30s. Um, I think Ryan and two are both top 10 plays. Wow, right. Two, listen, man. Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not getting off that. Two has got to show me something, man. I, I understand that. And by the way, with the Deshaun Watson news, the fact that they were saying Miami's close to trading for him makes this a very important game for Tua. And Atlanta is the right medicine for this for him. I, I, <laughs> that's why I just think it's 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 going to line up perfectly for him to have a big game. So I like both quarterbacks, especially this week. I like both quarterbacks playing and doing well. Miami can't defend the pass. Um, and Atlanta's defense is still, you know, very, very um, below average. So, um, all right. So, who are, you, who are you starting for the Falcons then? Because that's, you know, we haven't talked a lot about them this season. Um, we've talked a bit more about Miami, uh, right. and, and mostly about Tua. But like, so, I mean, who do? You, it's just, it's just hard for me to to get behind these guys. And again, that, that's that's a little bit of a, a, it's a little bit naive to say that. I understand because these teams over over the course of the season haven't proven other than Ridley, right? You know, other than Ridley, you like haven't proven to have uh, star performance. You know, Mike Davis is one of those like only in a really good matchup do you want to put him in in a in a game. Uh, maybe this is the one. I don't know. You tell me. I, yeah, I think that I think that this week because of the bye weeks and because of the fact I think that there'll be plenty of carries to go around. Um, I, I think I'm starting Mike Davis. If you're if you're desperate with your bye weeks and injuries, then yeah, I, I can see you going with Mike Davis and, you know, Cordero Patterson, I guess it, it depends on um, how he's classified in your league. Maybe he does. I think he's startable regardless. Let me put it that way. I think no, if he's a running back or wide receiver, I think you're starting him. I think he's, I think he's gone into must start status for me, especially this week against the Dolphins. Not yeah, for you. No, What's the guy got to do to show? What does he have to show you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, he can um, four carries. He still might have ninety-five total yards because of the receiving. Yeah, I'm just trying to like come up with some. I don't know, like you know, Jalen Weddle for Miami. Like you know, like again, like these aren't names, and and I understand it's hard for me to get. You know, like Weddle showed improvement uh, in the slot. You know, the short yardage right. attack, uh, ten catches, nice yards, game. couple of touchdowns. Right. <clears throat> so. You know, you you might want to try to piggyback off of that. Um, I, I, just, yeah, I think Waddle's a must start. I, I start Waddle for sure this week. Okay, I, I absolutely do. I start Waddle for sure this week. I think he is a. Uh, um, I, I believe he's a must start. And like I said, I think there will be plenty of opportunities for the receivers on both teams to uh, scoring both quarterbacks, running backs, and all the running backs. You know, Miles Gaskin back down to earth last week. We'll see if he has a big game this week as far as the passing game there. But, um, you know, Devontae Parker's a start for me also. As long as he's playing, it looks like he will play. Uh, but I start Parker and Waddle both. Well, you know, uh, uh, I said when um, – when two was out. Right. Uh, I said – in there. Yep. What's that? Yeah, Brissett in there. Yes. And I said that I like Gusecki. Uh, if Brissett was in there, but if two was out, I'm, I'm yeah. not, I don't like him as much. And you know, that backfired, you know, sure. he, uh, Gusecki had another big game. Um, so I think you got to continue on. You got to continue to ride that as well. I, I'm still not going to start to 
uh, I'm intrigued by Ryan. Um, if nothing else, <laughs> Ryan shows that he can still sling it against poor teams. So good for him, I guess. <laughs> uh, are you playing Ridley now? Gage is back too. Uh, Justin Gage is going to play. I don't think he's startable. He's I, you know, I, I wouldn't play Gage at this point. I remember when uh, we did one of our drafts, one of my big drafts, and one of the guys who drafted Gage said, look, he's the number two guy in Atlanta. He's got to catch 50 or 60 balls, right? I'll take him as my number five receiver on my on my bench, but then Gage gets hurt. Gage was doing much before he got hurt anyway, but um, I'm not touching Gage. Uh, you know, you're still playing Kyle Pitts, but I'm not going to touch uh, any other receiver for Atlanta. Right. I agree. Totally agree. Um, I <laughs> just, I don't like no defenses here. Would you agree? No defense? No defense. No. Okay. No defense. All right. No, Let's I think see. if you gave the Dolphins a chance, they wouldn't start their defense either. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, the Jets at New England. Uh, the Jets is kind of a weird defensive uh, anomaly for the Jets. They're in the top five against the pass, zero interceptions. Right. So they don't generate a lot of turnovers, but they're able to bend but not break. Um, but we've seen some. We've seen some good performances out of Mac Jones. Um, again, you know, considering considering the depleted rosters this week. Um, I, right. You know, Mac Jones is a, a fringe start if depending on who you have. Um, you know, Myers is, is continuously proven to be a consistent uh, target leader for him. Yep. Um, I think Harris, I, I think it's clearly a, a Harris-Stevenson one-two in that order. Yep. Uh, so you're probably not going to start Stevenson even as a even as a flex. Nope. Um, so uh, and I don't care how poorly Dak diced up the Patriots. I'm not starting anybody from the Jets. I, I, you no tell me. Jet, no. Nope. There's no one on the Jets. I mean, the only one you might consider if you're desperate is Corey Davis. Maybe. And I don't. Okay. I hope you don't start Corey. Davis. I hope the guy I'm playing has to start Corey Davis. Let's put it that way. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. It is. Yeah. And he, he's kind of a, you know, if he can, if he can break one on you deep, then he'll put up some good numbers. Otherwise it's going to be like a four for yeah. 45 day out of him. It's, it's not yeah. going to be anything to sneeze at. Um, uh, and I think it's pretty clear cut. You know, the, the one thing that Patriots have, have proven this, it's not the running backs this week that you have to, uh, to juggle to the tight ends. Uh, you know, Hunter Henry's putting up a couple of good performances. Maybe he's starting to emerge as the, you know, as, as the top tight end, um, uh, you know, people were, were, were backing uh, Jonu Smith at the beginning of the season. Right. Uh, yep. I, I don't, you know, I think Henry's still, Henry's still your guy. He's still your, your better downfield option. Um, a little faster out of the gate to get downfield. So, uh, if you're going to start a tight end for New England, that's the guy I'm backing. Yeah, Damian Harris had another big game last week. Had the uh, had 101 rushing yards, I think, and that's back to back weeks of uh, of heavy touches for him, which is good. So we'll see. He, that makes you happy. It does. It makes me very happy as president and driver of the Damian Harris fan club bus. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes, it's very important for me. Yeah. So and I'm that's the, and this should be a game where they, they should be in the lead comfortably enough where he'll he'll he will get a decent amount of carries. Right. Just don't you fumble near the goal line again. We would Do hope. Not fumble near the goal line again. 
Yes. <laughs> then his ass is out of there, man. That's Patriots defense, fly. though. You like the Pats defense? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bounce back again. You know, after that rough Cowboys outing, and yeah, this is this is the perfect the perfect remedy. Yep, I agree. I agree. I think for the highest scoring defense this week. True. Uh, all right, Carolina at the other New York Football Giants. Um, so uh, Jones last week had 50, 51 pass attempts. Um, and while that is not, and it was against the Rams, it was in a blowout. And while it was just, it was painful right, to watch. But if you're throwing out a quarterback in a week like this, you want a guy who's going to throw 51 pass attempts. I mean, you know, that's at least, that's a, no worse than 26. Yeah. So th- there, there's the potential. Now I know Carolina, this game doesn't, it, certainly doesn't have blot potential written all over it. Uh, but between my God, I mean, we talked about the, the, the giants receivers last week. Right. Uh, so now you got Tony out who we hyped up last week as a potential uh, boom type of uh, uh, flyer. Uh, now Shepard should, should dominate uh, with, with Slayton out and Tony out uh, Galladay, same, you know, like they're all, they're all going to be sitting, and so Shepard stands to dominate. Uh, maybe Ingram, maybe Ingram. Although he only had five targets last week out of the fifty-one passing attempts, uh, Ingram only had five. Yeah, but sense. but again, in in this setting, I like those two. Uh, I like uh, Shepard and Ingram. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Um, I yeah, I, I feel the same way about that. And uh, let me ask you on the, the other side of the ball, though, is um, is Sam Darnold now startable this week with everything going on? Yikes. Um, yeah, he's, I would put him in that borderline top 12. Yeah. Uh, which makes him, (laughs) yeah, depends, depends on how many teams you have, but yeah, he's, he's, he is a candidate, um, you know, against teams like the, the jets and the Texans, he's got 300 yard performances. I mean, he's shown, well, not quite 300 against the jets, but close. Um, he has shown certainly uh, the ability to have uh, what's the word? Uh, not commendable, right? But, uh, adequate, better than adequate, better than adequate. Okay, he's, he's, been, he's been good. He's not going to throw a ton of touchdowns on uh, for you. Like they're not built that way. They're still going to go with with uh, Hubbard and or McCaffrey whenever he comes back. I mean, like, that's going to be their. That's their bread and butter. They still want to run the ball first, right? Um, or, throw to, yeah. or throw to the back, or throw to the running backs first. Correct. And he struggled the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, only uh, one seventy-seven and, and just over two hundred in his last two weeks. Right. But again, against better defense, the Vikings, uh, the Eagles isn't a better defense. But I think the Eagles just it's it wasn't a good matchup for them. Um, um, I I do yes, Darnold is a look this week in a 10, 12, 14 team league. Okay, I, I agree with that one too, and I think <laughs> essentially almost every fantasy league that you're in. I know it's it, it's gonna be funny watching some of the social media, uh, their social media accounts. These players, like we talk about, you know, Darnold, like Darnold this week is being started more than he's ever been started in fantasy football. No doubt about it. No doubt in my mind. Think if he has a Absolutely. good game or or a total shit game, how people are gonna hit him up on social media about thank you for winning my game or damn it you blew it with your four interceptions. It'll be right. one or the other with a lot of these guys. The same thing with um, with Bridgewater probably. You know. Same kind of yeah, situation. It, it, there, there gonna be a lot. Of, there gonna be a lot. You're right. There are gonna be a lot of quarterbacks who are going to elevate 
their yeah. backup status on fantasy rosters and then right. get or get cut or never see the light of day again unless you're desperate. It, both running backs, Hubbard and Booker. Hubbard for the uh, Panthers, obviously. Booker uh, for the Giants, both startable. You're starting both of them. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, <laughs> normally we wouldn't be saying this, but yeah. yeah. The, but I wouldn't, again, these are more flex plays. I'm not sure if I got them in, I don't think I've got them in my top 20, but these oh, are. I think, I think they're both RB2s. I do. I think they're both RB2s this week. Hubbard might be an RB1. I think they're both Hubbard, RB2s. Hubbard's an RB2. I, I'll grant you that. Um, and Booker's got potential in that in that category. Um, but some of these guys that we were talking about earlier, like, ugh, you know, I mean, these are all flex plays. As far, as far as I'm concerned, these are all flex plays. Um uh, yeah, that's where I rest with that flex. All right, where are we going next? I, I don't like it. Uh, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Um, this is a situation where you're not going to bench these guys, right? I mean, like Mixon, you're not going to bench. Nope. Um, and but they're and I don't think the Bengals are going to not give him the ball just because Balt. You know, Baltimore certainly has cracked down. Uh, recently, I know they had a couple of rough outings, but given their early season schedule, yeah. Uh, that was uh, – you could roll with that, you, assuming that they would improve over, over the season. And right. they they have – Mixon last season went 24 for 59 and 6 for 35. And he's got 18 touches in four more games uh, this season. Right. So I don't think that they stop feeding him the ball just because it's a tough opponent. It's just going to be – it's just going to be a grind. That's all. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I think you're right on Mixon. Um, you know, you – you're, you're playing Burrow this week. You're playing Jamar Chase this week. Yeah. Do you go? Yeah. Do you go Higgins Boyd? I mean, again, this yeah. is. Those are know, tough. I, I, those guys are so similar. It's it's like it's so hard to figure out which one's going to be the one to get more volume. You know. In, in the league, this, this is exactly what we're talking about. In the league I mentioned earlier, where I've yeah. got to sit, I've got to sit Deontay and Lamb and Mike Williams. I have to start Higgins this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't love it. I know I don't love it, but that's 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 where I'm at. I got to start Higgins. You know what, Adam, I bet there's someone else in your league who's got, maybe maybe your opponent is starting a receiver worse than Higgins this week, and that's only the, the only I can, saving grace there, I guess. You know, that's the only that potentially because um, right. I'm, look, Higgins has been a disappointment this year, and so is Boyd, obviously. But um, you know, out of the two, I I probably like Boyd a little more, but it's not. Not a lot more, you know. I don't feel great about it. I, I like Boyd a little more, though. I do. Well, Boyd's supposed to be that reliable possession receiver. You'd like to right. get five, six, seven uh, receptions out of him, but yeah. it's been hit or miss this season with him. And that's yeah. you know, it's one thing Jamar Chase with the downfield threat. Uh, they've been able to exploit that more often than I than I anticipated, and so Boyd's the the, the need for Boyd to move those chains has been less. So Mixon's been solid. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, that role has kind of taken a, a, a an as needed basis, depending on so, the on the game flow, and it has not been as reliable as it has been uh, as it was last season. And we know about Lamar Jackson being a must start. We got all that, but is there? I mean, running back wise, now Tyson Freeman's been an afterthought, and he's rumored to be on the trade block. Uh, Latavius Murray's dinged up. Devonta Freeman looks like the guy this week. I think that's if you're going to start a Baltimore running back, if you have to have one. That's the one I want. Uh, but, you know, Le'Veon Bell snuck in there last week. <laughs> but I I don't love any of them. But I, I think I like Devonta Freeman the most. He definitely showed, I mean, in, in the brief 
appearances that he had, uh, he definitely had the, the the best, I guess, first. Yeah. Um, and I think of the three, he also had the best. I mean, he, Murray was the freshest coming out of of preseason because he right. did have uh, a training camp with New Orleans. Yep. Um, but I think Freeman has had of the three had the higher ceiling out of all, all out of all of them. Yes. Um, so, okay, yeah. You know, I guess break, if, if Murray plays, I don't play any of them. If Murray sits, I play Freeman. If, if, if they all, if they play, I still, play, I, I still like Murray. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to stand by that. So if Murray plays, you're starting Murray. If I have to. Yes. That's, okay. I'm not saying if, if Murray plays, that's who I choose of those three. If you have to choose one, but I'm saying if Murray plays, I'm punting on all of them. I'm punting on every single one of them if Murray plays, and I've got a choice in one of my leagues between Murray and Freeman. I got both of them, and if Murray plays, they're both sitting. If Murray sits, I'm starting Freeman. I I get I can get on board with that. That makes total sense. I mean, you don't want to roll the dice on on guys that are going to get you eight, nine, or eight or nine carries each, right? Because yeah. you don't know which. You know, Murray's the most likely one to score of that scenario. Uh-huh. Um. So, but so, but it makes yes in, in your instance it makes total sense. Uh, Freeman gets the green light if Murray's right. Yeah. And we know you're starting, obviously we talked about Lamar Jackson, but you're, you're going to start, um, Hollywood Brown. You're going to start Andrews at tight end. Right. Uh, Bateman didn't really make that big of a splash. Uh, you know, that's, I I hope nobody was thinking that. I mean, but that is, but that is a player to watch moving forward. Of course. I agree. I'm watching, I'm not playing him. I'm, I'm just certainly watching him though. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Let's go to Vegas. Let's do it. God, I would love to do that. Uh, <laughs> Vegas has got what? They got the Eagles this week. Is that right? Got the Eagles. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the Eagles. And my boy hurts so good. Um, uh, you're playing hurts this week. You have to. I that, have to. I have, have to agree have, that have, this have, week hurts I, is a start. I actually have hurts as a play as a start this week. Yeah. He is a start this week and you start every week, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> you're starting hurts as far as the running back situation in Philadelphia. I don't want any part of that again. It's garbage, but if you have to, it's Sanders. I mean, that's, you know, that's, you have to. Yeah, I agree. I agree you have to, but it's, if, if that's your only option, we've got to hope you have a better option than Sanders. And then as far as receivers go, um, I mean, we can be pretty quick on this one, you know, for Philadelphia. Devonta Smith's the guy, right? That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's no one else other than that. You know, if, if Goddard's healthy, now that Ertz is out of the picture, I think that's, you know, that's, that's your oh, play. Goddard for me is a top. Goddard for me is a top seven tight end this week. Well, there you go. And, We're in agreement. They activated him off um, of the COVID list. He's cleared and everything, so he's going to get a ton of snaps this week. And that's going to be the, the. I think he will end up at the end of the day having the most receptions, most yards, and most touchdowns through the air. <laughs> that is the the best news. Much like Landry returning to Philly. Uh, yeah. Ertz getting Ertz getting traded. It, it didn't matter which one of them got traded. If one yeah. of those tight ends gets traded. The, the owner of the other tight end is like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, finally, we have right. a number one tight end on that team. Yep. Yep, that's exactly right. So uh, uh, I like Goddard quite a bit there on that side of the ball. For Vegas, I mean, uh, we're still trying to figure out how much, if, if at all, the identity of the team will change with Gruden being out of there. Now, they kept both the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator in place. So in theory, since you brought your special teams coordinator to interim head coach, you would think the theory, the offense – wouldn't change much, right? You see, they're still going to try to do what they replicated or what they did replicate what they did earlier in the season. You, you, you would. Um, I, the one thing that stood out to me, so Jacobs had the most carries 
16, yeah. which isn't, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a bell cow type of number. For 2021 it is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I don't know. I think, I think maybe 18 is that number. Okay, I think 16 is a little bit of a like on the fridge. Of it, yes. Right. Uh, but for Jacobs, it was the most carries he had all season. Right. Um, uh, Kenyon Drake had three total touches weeks four and five. Right. And had seven, seven or eight last week, but a two touchdown performance. They got him into the mix more. Yep. Um, Philly is a bottom five team against the run. Um, I, I like, I like, uh, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave up front, but beyond that, if you can get, you can get that second level, which the Raiders should, the Raiders have enough balance. Sure. Where, where they should be able to run effectively against the Eagles. So I do like Jacobs and as a flex play, I'm, you know, again, if you're desperate this week, Kenyon Drake's not bad. Listen, that, that whole, uh, uh, what was the week when, when Jacobs was out and Drake was an afterthought? Um, Pierre Barber. Oh, Peyton, Peyton Barber, yeah. Peyton, Peyton Barber, Barber, Pierre Barber. Yeah. Peyton Barber. Yes. Uh, uh, was like, you know, that, 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 that cliche out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Comes in and, 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 and has like a career day. Or whatever, yeah. Uh, but now is also an afterthought. And so yeah. it just, I, I think Drake is a potential flex. Uh, Rugs or Renfro? That's true, right? So last week I was plugging Renfro as that possession right. guy. Uh, Renfro might be the guy again. And Rugs and Rugs uh, balled out. But Rugs is a big play threat, but you got to believe, like you said, Renfro is probably going to get more of the possession type opportunities, right? Totally. He, in, a, in a PPR, PPR league, Renfro is your guy. Yeah. Uh, Ruggs is your big play receiver. Right. Uh, but Renfro is the, and I mean, obviously Waller. Well, that's not a. Sure, that's yeah, not you're a playing Waller, yeah. If you don't play Waller, you're an idiot. No offense. Yeah, that, that's a little harsh, but. A little harsh. That's fine. I don't care, though. That's fine. Okay. Um, all right. Next we got Derek Carr, right? Like, do you yeah. see? I, I see him having a, a week one through three type of performance. Me too. I think Carr. Yeah, I think I, I think it's an aberration the rest of the year. I don't. I I, I think. I mean, I'm saying I think like the first few weeks were uh, were not what we're going to see from Carr for most of the year. And although I don't think they're going to change their identity much, I think Carr is in for a big game. Also, yes, I agree with you. And listen, uh, and Carr's got Carr, this is. Now that the bye weeks are here, these next yeah. few weeks are actually looking good for him because you got the Eagles, uh, the Giants, and the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, so those could all be some, you know, you're going to have to roll some of the interceptions. It's, yeah. it's just going to, yeah. you know, especially against the, the, the Chiefs where he's going to be pretty much forced to throw. You would think. Um, yes. But but the, this is a good this is a good three-week span where yeah. you can stick in car if, if necessary. Not not if necessary. Like, he's, he's a bona fide start. This, he's a top 10 this week for sure. He is. I agree. And we've been, you know, we've talked about you got to start this guy because of bye weeks. You got to start this guy. The next game, Lions at the Rams. You don't got to start Jared Goff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you don't, you got don't got to start him at all. Okay. You know, don't, don't like, do I, you know, is who's your play? Hawkinson? Is that it? You're playing Hawkinson now because you don't have a better option, by the way. Okay. Right. That, that's your, that's why you're playing, who's been a huge disappointment, but I think it's mostly Goff's fault. So, yeah, you're playing Hawkinson. You're playing DeAndre Swift. You're still going to play yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> That's it. You don't, yeah. You're right. You're not playing golf. No, you're not playing golf at all. No. And the Rams, my oh God, God. Stafford's going to put up a lot of points on them. You're starting, you're starting obviously Woods and Cup. You might start Van Jefferson too in this, this week as well. Van Jefferson yeah. is a potential start also. And, you know, you're going to start Henderson. 
but you know, I, well, Michelle, Michelle's gotten what I think 10 care, 10 touches each of the last two weeks, I believe. So Michelle all of a sudden becomes, I mean, you think, well, they're going to be blowing them out. And we know they handle Henderson with kid gloves anyway, because of his injury history. So does that make Michelle in a 12 team league, a potential play? I think it does. Uh, yeah, if this is if the game's a blowout, uh, yeah, I suppose that's that's a possibility. Um, my question is: Is this the week where we see John Wolford? <laughs> does, does Stafford get benched in the fourth quarter because it's such a this game's just wasting away? Do you think, I don't think Stafford wants to get benched. I think Stafford wants to put fifty on him. Don't you? Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, you know, this Goff would like to put 10. fifty. <laughs> right. I was going to say five point five, yeah. but yeah, oh, it's, this is going to be an ugly one. It is. It is. And it's a huge spread and everything. So and the Rams defense, by the way. Rams defense, yes. Another great a great play there because they're hosting the Lions and the fragile Jared Goff. So, yes, that's what you're doing. Um, Houston, I'm, actually, I'm actually glad for Detroit that this game is on the road. I don't think yeah. anybody wants to see this live. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't think anybody in, does. Right about that. Yeah. Um, Houston's at Arizona, another big spread game. Um, Houston – Brandon Cooks, maybe, right? That's it. I, I, it listen, so, so surprisingly, he's uh, with with their offense of woes. He's been able to get eighty yards per game. Yeah. Um, and so yes, uh, the Cardinals—they're only allowing two hundred fourteen yards a game, but Cooks is still managing to break through, and they're going to be passing a ton. Yep. He's going to get. He's going to get his. I think that is your. You know, you can't. I know Arizona isn't great against the run. But they just take that part of your game away from you because of because of their sheer offensive power. So yeah. Ingram Ingram's not a play, uh, Johnson's not a play. Nope. It's Cooks and nope. and and yeah. shut your eyes and hope he comes up with eighty. Yeah, yep, that's all you got on that one. On the Arizona side, they got the newly uh, acquired Zach Ertz as their tight end one now, and mm-hmm. just adds more to that treasure chest. Does <laughs> okay? Now we know it helps Kyler Murray. Does it? Does this hurt the other receivers for you, or does it just help them because it's another option that defenses have to plan for? Well, this is what I was kind of referencing earlier uh, in our show is that like the Rams and Packers and Chiefs, who's your two? Is it yeah. is it is it Kirk? Is it now Ertz? No. Uh, is it is it Green? Green? I think it's AJ Green now. I, you know, one week though. I mean, well, okay, okay I shouldn't say one week. AJ Green has has had four viable fantasy uh, performances this season, right? Um, and I think Kirk has two. So, yes, and now Earth and now Earth is no, no more has been. You know, he's he's had a couple flashes, right? But now, but now Earth is into the mix. Um, so I've got same team with all the bye week issues. Yeah. I also have Gronk and uh, and Logan Thomas injured. And right. I have Ertz, so I have oh, to start Ertz. Yeah, you're gonna play Ertz then. Yeah, yeah. Unless um, you Goddard. Goddard's gonna be better than Ertz this week. I, well, I don't have Goddard, so yeah. <laughs> so the, the, there, there's the rub. Uh, right. So again, by default, I've got to go. But I, yes, AJ Green has more often than not uh, put up fantasy relevant numbers. Right. Uh, Kirk is more of that home run hitter. Uh, he's kind of like the rugs on on that team. Sure. Uh, I think he's. I think he's a better uh, fantasy season so far than Rugs, but in that same role. Yeah. And, and now with Ertz in the mix, right? I mean, like he's going to take some of those targets away. Yeah. Um. So, 
as I, as your number two, it, uh, if, I, I, if I have to, if I have to choose, you've talked me into green. Um, and and Ertz, I think is is a relevant point. I think so too. And are you playing both Edmonds and Connor in the backfield? Not this game. This game is just Connor. This game's just Connor, not Edmonds. Yeah, I think because the the way the game flow is going to going to work yeah. out. I mean, and, and it's clear it's clear that's what happens when they have leads. They throw in Connor for he's the fourth quarter guy. He gets the 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 teens carries. You know, averaging 13, right. uh, 14 carries a game on the games that they're winning. He gets a few more. Um, you know, Edmonds had a forty yard carry in the first quarter last week, and then only had three carries the rest of the game. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. They didn't let that influence their decision. Like, oh, he's hot. You know, we're going to give him the ball more. No, I mean, they, they clearly stick to game flow with, with these two guys. Uh, I may have to start him in this right. one league I keep referencing uh, and just hope that he, you know, uh, either either has a good game out of the backfield receiving right. or uh, or he puts up a, a big play touchdown. Um, and Arizona's defense, another good play this week. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, another defense that you're probably going to play is Tampa uh, hosting yes. the Bears. Nobody on the Bears I like. Nobody. I, I, uh, I mean, look, you're going to be forced to play a receiver probably for them. You're, gonna, I mean, either Robinson or Mooney, you're going to be forced to play one of them probably. But I don't want any part of anybody in Chicago. I think this game could be very, very ugly, even if Tampa starts rotating their reserves in. I, yeah, I that, 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 that Robinson-Mooney, that's a coin flip. Um, I think just out of almost out of habit, yeah. uh, I just go with Robinson. Um, right. He, you, well, yeah, his, tar- his targets are, are still, I think, uh, outweighing Mooney's. So I think that's the way you have to go, but it's just, oh God, man, I want no part of this game. If, if, if you have any bears. Nope. I'm with you on that. Uh, I, I totally so, so we'll go to Tampa, right? Uh, yep. Antonio Brown has, has, has kind of elevated his game on wide receiver one status. I think he's a top 20 PPR guy the rest of the year. Okay. I, I could get behind that. You know, uh, the who else? You're playing Evans. You're playing Godwin. Evans, you're right. I mean, they're all – those three are all top 20 potential this week. Right. Evans has the – you know, we always talked about his touchdown to reception ratio. So, you have to roll the dice with that for scores. Right. Uh, they all have big game potential. And, of course, Fournette is now solidified as the number one. Yep. Uh, that So, that's five. That's five you're starting. Yeah, and and by the way, one of the receivers will disappoint this week. One of them is will lay an egg. You know, well, yeah, yeah. And they're all it's, three must starts. We, we know one's going to lay an egg, um, right? And obviously playing Brady, and you're going to play, uh, yeah, Fournette. I, I I can't get behind Ronald Jones or Gio Bernard, even in the blowout situation. I I, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't feel good having one of those guys in my flex spot. Um, although one of them could very well score. I it's too random for me to decide which one it would be. So. I think I'm punting on everyone else for Tampa Bay. So I'm just trying to figure out like which which one which one do you like the least of those three receivers? Uh, Godwin. I think okay. I like Godwin. Yeah. Yeah. I think Godwin. I mean, it's it's tough, but I mean, if you play, if you have Godwin, though, you're going to play him. You're playing him this week. They're no all getting what. right, and they're all they're all getting anywhere from four to seven receptions in a game. Yeah. It's just that, that Evans is the more opportunistic uh, touchdown grab. Brown uh, seems like his favorite and, target. And Brown, again, Brown has really you know come on strong of late, so I think you yep. have to ride those two. Yep, I'm with you on that. Yep, that, that's pretty uh, clear cut for me. Uh, what's not clear cut is Indianapolis at San Francisco. Uh, 
We know he's going to start a quarterback yet. For, let, let's start with Indy then. We know Wentz is going to start a quarterback with his five bad ankles. Um, let's, yeah, let's, let's do the Colts. Okay. Uh, so, T.Y. Hilton proved me a little wrong last week. I said that I, this is a wait-and-see kind of thing. Let's see how he uh, mixes into the offense. And he did well, four for 80. And then he injured his quad. Right, now he's hurt. Come on, man. Like, you know, so we're right now. We're back to Pittman as being the number one guy. And the number two guy. Both, <laughs> like he's <laughs> right. the only guy, right? I mean, you, you can't count anybody else. Campbell, no. I mean, he's the only one. Campbell's hurt. Campbell yeah, got hurt too. Also saying so, like these, as far as wide receivers in Indy go, the only one you can trust is Pittman, and this week you've got to trust him. You ha- right? And San I mean, Francisco, oh, by the way, is only allowing 216 yards per game. Right, and you know you're still starting Jonathan Taylor at at running back. You know, yeah. Marlon Mack. Look, I think Marlon Mack doesn't have as big of a workload this week because I, I believe they're actively trying to trade him before the deadline. I think they're afraid of getting him hurt. I know they tried to showcase him a little bit recently, but I think they're really trying to move Mac. So I don't see Mac getting a lot of carries this week. Not that we're going to start Mac anyways. That's just my little two cents on Marlon Mack. If you were, you're looking. not going to start Mac and Taylor has been consistently getting those 15 carries per game. Uh, some weeks better than others. Right. Uh, but he is, he is clearly the only start. Even, this is Wentz. All right, I already knew the answer to this, but since we we just came off of a game where you don't have to start golf, right? Uh, I mean, you also don't have to start Wentz if you don't. If, if you no, can, you don't. You it. But gun to your head, I choose Wentz over golf. Yes. So do I. But okay, that, gun that's to my head. Hey, if those are my choices, go ahead and pull the trigger. I don't care. <laughs> just go ahead and pull the trigger. All right. If I got to choose between those two guys. That's fine. Just go ahead and take me out. Uh, Fair enough. Um, San Francisco side of the ball, Garoppolo may play. Um, and, you know, because Lance hasn't been practicing, Garoppolo looks like he'll probably start. He's probably a decent play this week. I, in a 12-team league. Debo Samuel is the only one who I'm, like, excited sure. to, to roll right. out. Yeah. Um. And so, like you mentioned, the quarterbacks. But again, like this is a week where, man, if you're in that position, I'm sorry. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like the Colts are a walkover either. I mean, they they've been they've they've all, yes they've had their ups and downs defensively. Right. Um, but San Francisco hasn't proven to 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 overwhelm you either uh, right. in the passing game. Uh, if Garoppolo plays, I feel a little bit more comfortable. Yep. Um, with with their offense, that doesn't mean I'm starting him. Now, again, I would start him if I, so. Gun to your head, cough yeah. when Garoppolo. Garoppolo. I'll choose Garoppolo, of course. Right. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we're we're, we're starting to we're starting to creep into the top twenty now. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I, I'm more comfortable with that. You know, I I, I love Debo. I think he's. Uh, just you know, one one of the bright spots to come out of San Francisco, yeah. um, but that's there aren't many to speak of right now. That yeah. they're, they're, you know their running backs kept dropping like flies. Uh, you know, Elijah Mitchell. You know, I think Mitchell's a must start this week. Mitchell is a must start this week. Yes, Elijah Mitchell okay. is a must start this week for me. Um, I think he's a top twenty running back this week. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love I, it, man. You, you know what? I, listen, I haven't been very um, uh, aggressive with my predictions this week, and I love how you are 
you were putting yourself out there. Conviction, so, man. You got to look. I, gonna... I appreciate it. I, listen, because my rosters this week are such shambles, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Where do I go? So I'm, I'm glad you're here, you know, to, to help uh, uh, rid myself of the bye week blues. Uh, yeah, Mitchell. So when when he and Sermon are both healthy, Mitchell gets so much more of the workload. And I think that Mitchell's the one who they're going to give the ball to. Uh, often, I think the, the 49ers win this game easily. And so I think he gets a lot of carries. I see a 100-yard game and a touchdown out of Elijah Mitchell. Look at least. you, man. You're just – you're all right. Where going. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, hang on. Where are one we game at? Left, Saints one game left. New Orleans at Seattle. Yep. Uh, this, this is an intriguing one for me. Um, I like – First of all, we haven't talked much about Alvin Kamara this season. Um, no reason. Well, you know, he, he he could be getting a couple of offensive linemen back. Um, yeah. Armstead, the the tackle, and uh, uh, the center, uh, Eric McCoy, they're, they, they're eligible to come back. We're yep. keeping an eye on that. Uh, and Kamara has still been you're clearly the guy. You know, he, he's commanding all the touches. Uh, right. And Seattle, Seattle's the third worst against the run uh, so far this season. So – you're, you're 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 not you were never going to bench Kamara, but no. you probably haven't been overly impressed either. And so I think this is a this is a week where he really comes out of of, of the shadows uh, and and kind of not solidifies himself back into like a top ten conversation. But I think he has a top ten week. Uh, so this is a good this is a good week to feel good about something uh, with all the buys. He's only got like wait, what fifteen receptions. So far this year, and it's been hit or miss for sure. It's it's you know it's been a bit three, of a touchdowns. Touchdowns. three touchdowns, touchdowns receiving, three touchdowns out of fifteen. Yeah. That's one rushing that's, touchdown out of ninety-four attempts. Just the one, right? Yeah. But again, so the, the the three receiving touchdowns is also yeah. something to kind of uh, hang your hat on. Sure, um, but I think I think the volume slightly increases, and I think the results definitely increase. I wanted Michael Thomas back this week. Winston's yeah. still a start, though, for me. I think Winston's a startable quarterback this week um, with the bye weeks and injuries, so I'm still playing him. I'm not really sure which receiver I trust in New Orleans, if any. You know, maybe Callaway, I guess, but I, I don't love any of the receivers there to stand out other well, than Kamara. Correct, and while you may not start a one any one receiver, I think Winston is, is a play this week with Seattle's yeah. pass defense 306 per yeah. game. Uh, I like Winston, uh, especially in, you know in, in this in this climate this week uh, for Seattle. Alex Collins had a nice game. Well, he had a nice third quarter last right, week. Nice third quarter, um, yeah, that's right. But I don't like him this week. Uh, Saints could get uh, Quan Alexander back to uh, kind of plug up that middle, mm-hmm. and uh, the Saints are already very strong against the run, seventy-eight yards per game. So I, this is this is not the week to to. I know you need him. You probably need Alex yeah. Collins this week. But yeah. if you start them, lower those expectations. Uh, the the dynamic duo uh, Metcalf and Lockett were pretty much a disappointment last week. But you cannot bench them. You can't bench them. Nope. So that's that's where you're that's where you're crossing your fingers, I guess, with Seattle. Don't play the gun to the head thing again now. Gun to the head now. You got Garoppolo, Wentz, Goff, and Geno Smith. Adam, Gino where are you going? Smith, uh, Garoppolo, if he plays. I think Garoppolo too. Yeah, I don't like anybody else in that in that bunch right there. I don't like oh, them also. this is gross. I'm trying to think of uh, any other uh, guys that we may have missed. Uh, nope, it's I think that's everybody on those two teams. Um, uh, keep an eye out on all the injuries and the you know Dustin Hopkins got cut by Washington. So if you have him in your lineup, make sure you you get a new guy in there. Um, as the world turns in kickers, you know the Jaguars made a kicking change. So um, keep an eye on all those little minor things. 
All right. So uh, interestingly enough, <laughs> interestingly enough that that Hopkins is the one that gets cut. But I keep yes. waiting. For, I keep waiting. I keep waiting for the Chargers uh, to uh, oh, what's his name? The uh, uh, Vizcaino. Yeah. I, I, I keep waiting for the Chargers to cut him. He keeps missing extra points. But Hopkins is the one that gets the axe. So yeah. go, go figure. And and, and 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 he's been as far as kicker points go. Hopkins has been decent. Yeah. Um, we don't like to tend to spend too much time on kickers. Buffalo, Dallas, Minnesota, the Chargers, uh, Jaguars. Yeah. And the Steelers are off this week. That's a yes. boatload of talent out there. Um, plug them if you got them. <laughs> yeah, hey, let us know on Twitter if you have questions. At Fit Happens, he's yeah. at HACon95. Or let us know if you uh, have an empty lineup this week because of something. You know, Send that along as well. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much, Adam. This has been the Flying Elves' Fantasy Football Podcast. Adam, any last words? Best of luck, man. Get out of, the, get out of this week. Uh, halfway even if you lose but you, you, you don't come out any more damaged than you already are come back there strong next week uh and yes best of luck with with filling those holes this is a presentation of dsp media